everybody. This is Anna and Brian from Amara World Podcast. And today we have our next guest for XR episode, Vishal Singh, who is CEO at Twin Reality. Hi, Vishal. How are you? Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Can you please give some introduction to yourself and maybe your background? Yeah, sure. So hi, guys. My name is Vishal and I was born in India and lived in multiple cities here. So like for my education background, I studied electronics and communication, but I have most of my like in career i i did marketing part marketing and management so before coming to this xi industry i was basically working as a marketing expert with different brands so right now i i am ceo and founder of twin reality and i have like almost 4 plus years of experience in this xi industry so today i'm just here to keen to learn from you also guys and uh, like i am very excited for this podcast here nice so you you So you started with sort of electronics engineering if I'm right. So what what made you like can you elaborate more on how did you move from electronics into I guess augmented reality extended reality what sort of I guess projects got you interested in this space. Yeah so initially when I was in marketing so I always think in this in mind I have to start something I have to start do something. So then in I think around 2018 or 19 I was just you like I I I saw this Oculus Oculus Quest and uh, HoloLens actually I've tried HoloLens and uh, I immediately fell in love with that so at the same time luckily my brother is also doing like he is a unity developer so oh, I thought oh, why why don't I just like I have the expertise and I know like how the things going to work so let's start a company so then I just come up with this twin reality and we have started the projects So so in projects I've just explained about some projects which we have done uh, so initially when we started we d- didn't go directly to, directly to the virtual reality but we started as like a web web based company we like providing 3d experience on web so we have we have done some virtual events on webgl technology we have done yes so yeah so we have started from that and then we go t- towards the virtual simulation part where we worked with many industries medical so we did medical simulation we also did manufacturing uh, there is a company in india who provide like we have created them uh, for for them uh, like industrial simulations so we have done uh, that and like right now we doing a ai project so we are like so yeah you all know about chat gpt and all yeah so we are using and taking leverage of the same technology and creating an ai smart avatar in which basically you can ask to then an avatar about anything or maybe say specify some profile we can like make it as a sales person about some product and you can ask anything about this that, that product and it will just answer it and what would you say in terms of like split between ar vr projects what are you doing is it mostly vr or you're doing some ar as well mixed reality yeah so uh, right now we mostly did a uh, vr projects why we didn't get in ar because so when we started so uh, we are seeing some uh, like application what we, what we can do but what we found out that like lot, not lots of many people want to install an application to get an ar experience so that is why like so that time is very we have a very limited resource also to implement this and so we found like okay vr is good to go we can do simulation on vr so we uh, we just started with uh, vr yeah i'm interested um, about some of the integrations that you're doing with 
AI right now. So am I right to think that right now you're just exploring sort of chatbots and how that can be applied to you know, VR VR projects? Have you explored other areas about Gen AI? I think there's, I know there are some projects that are exploring things like content creation in, in 3D where there's like, I think there's like Unity and Unreal right. projects that generate environments using some kind of AI. Have you also looked into that area? Yeah, uh, like we haven't worked on those projects, but uh, I've started to like explore those area right now uh, because I was seeing some projects where you can basically, you can use like mid journey to generate an image and then use runway gen AI to make that image to a video. Okay. So I think this is very helpful for the people who want to get a concept, concept of like if an, there is an advertising company who want to have an ad concept. So they just don't want to go to create an full-fledged app demo, sorry, concept demo. So they'll just uh, go to mid-journey, take some like images and then put in runway Genai, and then they will get a good concept video. So I saw lots of people are doing this right now and I'm eager to like do that also in some of the projects. Yeah. Following up on that, do you, do you see any more potential in sort of how AI could say, sort of improve the VR, AR space, like mixed reality space? Like particularly, and in, my, in my opinion, I think with the content generation side, I think one of the biggest challenges of creating sort of any kind of spatial project or three-dimensional environment is designing a lot of the assets. AI has the potential to maybe make that process a lot easier. Oh, so what are your views on, on that? Yeah, I think some days back, I just saw a post on LinkedIn only. I, I think it's called Hybrid 3D. I think they are doing, so you can basically put up a text prompt and they can create a like whole 3D world. Okay. And you, you can basically also like, you can take your avatar and you can run in it. So yeah, so that is something AI is capable of doing now. Like it can create a whole 3D model from scratch. And I also see some where you can just create a 3D model and you can apply textures by just like, you have to just put a text prompt and it can generate a textures for the, those 3D models. I think it has a lot of potential right now with uh, AI and generation AIs. So one more example, which I saw for the, so for the AI only. So you can use for the, uh, when you, integrate AI and VR. You can have like you, I think you might heard about NPCs, non-playable character. So you can integrate AI there also, where you have an open world and you can talk to anyone and you will get a response. Like they are, they are, they look like as a human and talk like as a human. So yeah, there, I think it's a very big uh, application is there. Yeah. I was actually thinking, for example, for VR experiences, um, Previously, when we had a lot of hype around Metaverse, have you tried to do anything around that uh, kind of like mini Metaverses with the VR? Yeah, yeah. So uh, as a Metaverse term now, so Metaverse is more like a virtual world. So I think from 2020, we are only created virtual worlds only. So like in Metaverse, we have created multiple projects. When NFT is in hype, uh, we have created a virtual gallery for NFT. So it's like uh, multiple people can come with their avatar and they can chat. Okay. So it's a web-based meta. You can say it's a web-based metaverse. So similar right now, we are creating a business-based metaverse. Okay. So it's under NDA, but I can sure like say that it's a very good project and uh, 
So as a their like businesses can leverage it and use in their like industry. Yeah. Exploring that sort of area a bit more. So the the kind of customers you work with, do they tend to like how much can you share about them? Do they tend to come from a certain industries? Like I don't know, maybe medical, retail, shopping. Like in your experience, what are the I guess industries that are more yeah, so uh, like the project which we have done is like real estate. You can say real estate. Uh, you can say FN, FMCG industry. Uh, we have worked with multiple FN, uh, FMCG. We have created for like VR simulations for them. Apart from real estate, we have also worked with virtual galleries, actually art galleries, virtual art galleries. So we have done some projects for them also. So these three are very prominent because I think they are, they are uh, like it is very Apart from this, now we have also worked with education industry. So I think all the industry we have worked with, uh, not a prominent which you are getting, but the main thing we can say that it's more like a VR simulation for all the industry which we are doing. Yeah. And do you have any kind of like projects or industries you would like to do some projects with? So for example, maybe, I don't know, educating about lab for like students. What to do so they will not yeah. do some explosions in the reality, but they will do it in the virtual reality, which is a bit more safe. Yeah, yeah I wanted to do some project with like medical industry more okay. because we have created some concept. I'm getting some leverage. I'm getting some interactions with them also with the medical industry, and they are like they seem pretty interested of what we have created. Yeah, so. And so, so because we are in medical, so we can also leverage students. So we can create a VR simulation for students where students can learn about human anatomy. They can, like, they can dissect in virtually everything. Yeah. So there can they have the capability of getting a like good amount of knowledge through VR. Yeah. And for example, when you're creating the experiences. What are the most complicated parts? Is it the creation of the assets, the, the 3D assets themselves, or the flow, or just like collaborating uh, with people? So what do you think? Yeah, so the most of part right now is like very solved actually, uh, because if someone come up with, the, like for the VR, I, I can say, so, so lots of our workflow is right now is in, in a streamline. Okay. The only issue we find that if client come in between and say, no, we know, now we want this feature. So then we need to like basically record everything in between and to add that feature. So, so the workflow wise, we are very clear. Sometimes some features may cause a little bit more like extensive research. Like some people can come totally with the new things. Now we are working in VR. Now they want to integrate some other technology. So that's where things get complicated. Okay. I guess things like AI makes that complicated. <laughs> I want to go back to some, like exploring some of the, the work that you're doing with certain industries, especially medical. I feel like they have a lot more sensitivity to things like um, hardware requirements. There'd be other issues like privacy that needs to be taken into consideration. Like how does that affect sort of some of the projects that you're you're taking on? Do they, do they look into sort of the hardware side? Because I'm guessing if you're using it for things like patients or giving them therapy, you don't want them to experience the motion sickness that some of these environments sometimes get you into because if you spend too long with certain headsets, you know, you get sick. Like, What's your experience with, with those kind of issues? Yeah, the motion, motion sickness is one of the most prominent issues with the new users. 
So initially, whoever want to experience this, we recommend them to use that. Like you can sit, you can in a sit position, you can use this VR. So like, so when you stay in a stand up position, you will get lots of motion sickness. But during a sit up position, I don't like. There's a, a little less motion sickness. So that's how, that's how we're solving it. And uh, I think there are one to three features also we can use inside VR, which is like you can teleport. When you walk using the like VR headset, now you will definitely going to get a motion sickness because I've played lots of games and I, I don't know, now face any of these issues. But new people are definitely they face this is so we always recommend them to use the teleport feature so that make their life easy. Like how, how are you helping these companies on board, I guess, the, the users of, of these systems? Is that something you also help with in terms of also training the people to use these systems and the, or maybe providing training for staff to, I guess, train the, the, the users of the system? Yeah. yeah so me, we mainly do the software development part. So client asks us to create a safety simulation. So we create that. And then we also provide client uh, like like we provide yeah we will help you think like around 30 days initially to set up all the things so we go to the client we sit there and uh, whoever tried to use the vr we then we provide the instructions uh, this is how you can use it and uh, like or like how much area you require like if you have a room like four by four you can have a good like you can move it they, they are free so so we yeah we do provide this type of instructions Whenever the, there is a new project and uh, during initial initial days in any project, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to ask as well, back to the, the hardware side. So I think it's no secret that recently Apple made a, quite a big announcement for their new upcoming AR glass, uh, I guess, very entry into the market. So the Apple Vision Pro. So what are your thoughts on that? And do you think that's how do you think that's going to affect the industry? Because it was quite a big news when it came out. Yeah, uh, so like I I joined their live event. So there, I'm very happy to see like they didn't disappoint. The only thing I think many people think about the price, but I think the feature wise, whatever we saw till date in any VR headset, it's now in the Vision Pro. And I think it's a pretty good advancement for, from the Apple. And, and it is just like first generation VR headset. Uh, I think in the in their next generation, it will going to like it's totally going to take the bar. Okay, so I'm waiting for that too, and I'm seeing uh, people are already developing, started developing because they have Apple all already open, like provide the SDK and all. So people are just already developing for UI and some I think some software for that also. And I think in next year around March, I think they will going to launch the Vision Pro. So I'm like totally ready for it. So I just I wanted to buy it, <laughs> and I will yeah I will provide that experience to my clients also yeah. Nice. So, so uh, did you, so you said you were at the live event. Did you actually manage to try the, the Vision Pro? Sorry, when I say live event, it's an online event. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And do you have, uh, for example, from your perspective, do you have any other exciting development in the XR fields over the Maybe last year, what, what is it for you? Yeah, uh, like I uh, so last year I saw like and I think Open BCI and the Varjo VR headset are doing some experiment with their brain interface VR headset. So like currently we are moving like currently when 
we move in vr we use our vr headset yeah uh, sorry uh, we use our uh, controllers okay but uh, now uh, we can use our brain to move uh, we can we can use like brain waves like they have lots of sensors in their uh, in their like new device it's a collaboration between open bca and warjo the warjo vr headset so they have like lots of sensors in like they have put here and there on like it's a total vr headset type of thing it's like it's a futuristic device you can you see so using that now you can basically move inside the vr and i think in many projects and people started to use this brain waves and play games also so yeah i, I saw that part and uh, i think one of the most like thing which i like this like the ai and the vr integration apart from this uh, brain open bci part so yeah those i think these two are uh, technology is going to change the market yeah oh that that sounds like a very futuristic idea controlling right. things things yeah. i think just just on the sort of controlling interaction side so one of the ways to interact with these vr headsets and goggles is using controllers but i think another way that that i feel like is gaining a bit more traction is using sort of your own speech so your own voice recognition and controlling that with almost like audio assistant like things have you experiment with using i suppose audio controls or how important is audio to your v- vr projects so for audio now we i think the multilingual thing which is very important right now i'm seeing that like people also have targeting this requirement where so if i am if i'm from india and my native is hindi like it's hindi language yeah so it can convert in real time okay whatever i say like the google i think google lens come up with a like headset where they can convert the any language in real time because they already have the database and they can use this same same technology in their headset and they are basically converting so uh, converting any language into like if they use english they converting in english yeah so i think this uh, like audio conversion uh, technology in vr is also one of the like biggest achievement yeah for this year just a quick question do you use unity for any projects yeah I do have unity quite really okay right. so unity is has a, a new feature coming up called unity sentis which allows you to embed small ai models within your your projects mm-hmm. and i don't know if you've seen any of the the demo videos that they produced using unity sentis but there's a lot of interesting things where they could embed small models that do things like recognizing gestures or handwriting within a project so you can start to create more interesting thing interesting ways to interact with the application like they they did a little demo where you were you know trapped within a maze and you needed to i guess un- copy the certain like symbols or handwriting that are sort of placed around the room so i think that opens up a lot of possibilities there was another one where they did a uh, kind of a transformation of i think you take pictures of certain things and it transforms it using ai models into certain uh, i guess i don't know stylize it in a certain way and you need to collect certain number but yeah how do you think technologies like that is going to affect uh, you know mixed reality projects moving forward so the first thing i think that this will going to help developers a lot it will make their life easy for sure because lots of things for developer it's very hard to do something like that so if they come up with so if unity come with their unity sentis so i think it will help developers a lot to create and integrate any type of technology now and with the like 
it has an AI model also. So it will help a lot to create any type of simulation. You're, you're based in India. How is um, sort of Indian companies approaching this space? Are they more, I suppose you also work with international clients as well, like compared to other international clients, how does, what is India's view on sort of this space? Yeah, so in India, it started to now, like people now considering it, like you started to consider this whole whole field actually. So when we started in 2020, uh, there are not so lo- uh, lots of companies who are doing this. But now after like just three, four years, I'm seeing lots of companies that already are creating simulations. And like, like they, they are doing this in this field. Like in the, in compare with the international and all. So yeah, I think in US, UK, this technology is already happening uh, because after the coming of Oculus, it started to like they have started with the gaming industry in India. We don't have the gaming industry right now. Like this type of like we play a lot, but I think to create a game, we need a good expertise. Okay, so yeah, so for that, yeah, so in India, it started to it's not hitting up here. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, I suppose every country is starting to, to start looking into it, especially I guess with as technology gets more advanced and India gets right. more access, a lot more hardware, they'll be more open to the idea. Um, do you have any hopes and predictions for the future of the field and maybe your project as well? Yeah, so I just wanted to see this industry, like, so the lots, lots of prediction I am seeing right now, it's saying around 2028 is going to be 472 billion market. So I want, I wanted to be like, to that happen, to make this happen. And we can also leverage this in our industry. Uh, so one of my prediction, I wanted to, to go for the education industry because today's like, children's are doing the same old method to study, but with this like immersive technology, VR, XR, MR, so they can use it and like they can make their like in like so the upcoming future for them is going to be bright with this year so yeah on that note i think we're reaching the end of the podcast episode so i'd like to give you michelle a few minutes at the end just to keep kind of leave our listeners with a few last words for yourself and like how can they find out a bit more about the work that you do how can they reach out you know if they're interested in to learn more about the stuff you do so I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So anyone, uh, you can search Vishal Singh. And uh, like, so basically I'm from, my company name is Twin Reality and you can visit my website, which is twinreality.in. Uh, you can go through my projects. So we, we are also giving consultant. Uh, so so anyone can come up with their idea and discuss us with, with us. And we can, yeah, we can happy to help them. All right, great. We'll be sure to leave all those links that you mentioned in the description of the episode. So, yeah. Thank, thank you, you so everyone much for, for listening. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye bye.